Hello, and welcome to the Empowered Indie Artist Podcast. I'm Becky. I'm a music producer, audio engineer, and coach for artists just like you who struggle figuring out how to navigate this industry. Today, I want to give you six things I wish I had known as a singer-songwriter in my early 20s when I was just looking at the music industry going, okay, how do I make this work? First thing that I wish I knew was that writing good songs, great songs that connect with people is really the most important thing. I didn't realize that my songs were not really that great until I was in my 30s and was actually started to pitch my songs professionally. I had been writing since I was just a wee child, you know, like five years old, making up songs and didn't realize that it was a craft and a skill that needed to be worked on and developed just like my voice. So when I started getting feedback that I needed to work on my songwriting after writing my whole life, I was kind of shocked. So if you are in your early 20s and you're thinking, I want to be an artist, I want to write songs and make them connect with people, then get some coaching, get some help with that. Number two thing that I wish I knew as a singer-songwriter in my early 20s was that it's really important to network and connect with your community. Now, I'm an extreme introvert, and actually it's gotten worse as I've gotten older. (laughs) I think I was a little more uh, of a daredevil in my 20s as far as reaching out to people, but it really has always been hard for me, and it just continues to feel harder (laughs) as I age, which is strange. But if you feel that um, you can... You can build your artist career just in your own little bubble. That is um, not going to work if by networking and making connections with people in your community, but also online, you will open up opportunities to yourself. You will find coaches and mentors and then people that you can coach and mentor and give back to the community. So making sure that you're connecting with people in the music industry is really an important thing. Number three thing I wish I knew was that the music industry pursuing a career in music is a long game. There is no quick and fast way to make it and make it in air quotes. Especially with our reality shows and the singing shows, it's easy to be, um, well, it's a little delusional to think that this is how it works. I've talked to many artists who that's their goal is to get on a show. And first of all, that's not how success comes to most people. We have seen a few people find great success with those shows. But out of the hundreds and thousands, maybe millions of people that have auditioned for these shows over the years, we're talking like maybe five that have really had some great success. So you have to look at the odds there. (laughs) That is, um, you know, one avenue that you can pursue as a way to help you, um, hone your skills with auditions. And if you do get on the show, even if you don't win, but you get on the show, 
if you're willing to do what you need to do to capitalize on that, then that can be a great uh, thing to propel you forward. But it is not the end-all be-all. So back to the third piece of advice, it's a long game. If you're thinking this will happen in a year or two, you probably need to rethink and, and think about it in terms of building a business. Number four piece of advice that I would give you that I wish I heard, there are other ways to make a living from being creative musically than just being an artist. One thing that you're going to discover the longer that you pursue music is that you may not fit the mold of a typical artist who is headlining tours. That might not be what's right for you and your personality. Um, again, back to me when I was in my 20s, I spent thousands, gazillions of dollars on an album before I was ready, my songs weren't ready, my voice wasn't ready, I didn't know who I was or my brand or anything like that. That's beside the point. What happened was I started performing to support this album, to try and sell it, and <clears throat> I sounded terrible as I performed because I was so freaking nervous. <laughs> so I, I was like, how am I going to do this? I really get so nervous performing and I actually hate it. And it wasn't until later when I started working with a producer more regularly as a coach to singers, I started watching the process of creating in the studio. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the best. I could totally do that. So if you are feeling like maybe you don't fit the mold where, oh, when I'm on stage, I just come alive, maybe there are some other ways to build your business, build your brand around what your strengths are, and rather than trying to fit yourself into a shape that you don't fit. Number five piece of advice that I wish I had been told is that um, learning to be a musician in addition to working on your voice is really important. As a singer, we get hyper-focused on being able to sing the highest notes, the biggest, beltiest notes, having this broad range. For some reason in our singing training, our musicianship can really be neglected. If I was learning how to play the violin or the guitar, my teacher is going to be spending time on a lot of music theory, a lot of rhythm exercises, um, pedagogy. And for some reason in vocal training, we do not get that same attention to detail of musicianship and theory. It's very easy to just go to a voice teacher and never be taught anything about music theory. While I am someone who says, look, you don't need to absolutely know music theory to be the best, you know, singer-songwriter. I do 100% believe that the more you know, the more powerful your gift as a singer and a songwriter can be. The bottom line is that the more that you know as a musician, the more employable you will be as a singer. If someone hands you a lead sheet that has the lyrics and the melody notes written in, and you're looking at it like, I, you know, deer in headlights, I don't even know what I'm doing here then you're not going to get those kind of jobs. 
And if you're looking to be an employable singer, um, or let's say create your own business where you can do vocal sessions in your recording studio at home, they're going to be sending you lead sheets or some type of musical information that you need to be able to read and interpret. So you do not have to go college-level music theory where they teach you everything from, you know, Gregorian chant to 12-tone row composition. You know, I think I went to college and took a lot of music theory, and I learned, like, this much information, and I use this much for my music production business. So that just gives you an idea of what you really, really need to know is some basic music theory, not the history of music theory over time, which is what they teach you in college. Okay. That's probably another video I should get into, right? (laughs) And number six, being a freelance musician, singer-songwriter is actually about being an entrepreneur and business owner. Think about it this way and you'll always know what to do. And that is one thing that I wish I knew when I was young and before I spent all that money on an album that I ended up not liking was that I was really investing in a business. And especially nowadays, there is no reason to jump to the studio as your first step. There's so many more steps that go ahead, just like if you were going to start a, you know, a restaurant, you're going to go through a process before you actually go and make, you know, open your first store and sell your first pizza. There's tons of things that happen before that. So that is what I would recommend to you as a singer-songwriter, focus on who am I? What do I want with this music thing? What does my future life look like? Do I want to be performing on tours or would I rather be in the studio? Do I want to be in Vegas playing in a lounge bar? See what that success looks like to you and then start making decisions based on that and know that just like starting any business, it's going to require a good amount of time, of consistent effort, a good amount of money invested in content and music and photography, the whole thing, before you're going to ever see any return on your investment. And the return on investment is going to be happening not from the streaming pay, because we all know that streaming royalties are pretty small. So it's up to you to nurture your relationships with your fans, which are your customers in your business. Nurture those relationships with your fans and you can actually build a sustainable income with just your small group of fans that love you and support you. All right, that's it for this episode. I hope that was helpful. I'd love to hear from you though. Follow me on Instagram, voxfox2. And message me. Let me know if these things were helpful or if you feel called out and it made you mad. I'd love to hear. So until next time, keep working, keep focused, but keep balance in your life. 